culture banter. out there today seeing the video of a little girl getting her hair combed by her mother past time to be back to my mom on the porch get my hair combed on Saturday because we had church on Sunday right okay. little girl getting the hair combed I'm paraphrasing I am paraphrasing the situation the little girl says something to mom mom says something to a little girl little girl says but I'm still ugly after she got her hair combed while she was getting her hair combed mm. Mama says, wait, what? What did you say? So little knucklehead brother, you know how y'all like to play all the time. He geeky geeking. Mama, she said, she nips her, cuts him. Hey, wait, uh-uh. Baby, what did you say? She goes into the conversation with her daughter. Daughter gets af becomes afraid mm -hmm. in the midst of this video and begins to cry mm -hmm. as if she has been struck repeatedly in some shape or fashion the fear in the crying of this child's voice moved me to a place where I hate bullies. She have had to been bullied at whatever childcare, school, wherever she's been in outside of her home. Because you can see the love in the home. Mm -hmm. So she had to experience some type of bullying outside her home to the point where she feels as an African-American child at six or seven that she is ugly. Mm. It hurt her mom so bad and they're crying. Her mom begins to encourage her, telling her how beautiful she is. My thing is, how do we get here? How do we get to the point where a child, six or seven, feels that they are the ugliest thing in the world? Where does it come from? Can you help me with that? You put all this pressure on me. Yeah, Can I went I deep help on you with that. Yeah, yeah that right. touched me right there. You, you asking me to cure world hunger. Huh? Let's work on it. Um, I mean, that's a lot to unpack. Um, I think, I mean, you know, it's so many different. You think about the emotions that the child is dealing with, then, you know, the emotions that the mother is dealing with, you know, because the last thing, that anyone as a parent wants is you not to be able to shield or protect your child from hurt. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, just not necessarily dismissing what you said, but bullying has always been around. Mm. Now, the, the to what lengths it's pushed to now may be different, and I don't know because... Uh, I don't have school-age kids mm -hmm. right now. Um, and, Nor know, do I. And what I remember being like subject to was, it was, it was, it was very, what, what's the saying? Gruesome? Kid, uh, yeah, I mean, kids can be mean. Like, you you know, and it's, uh, I, like, I remember kids would, um, kids would talk about my gap. Mm-hmm. But. My, my self-esteem was different. It wasn't high. Exactly. But I was so comfortable with myself that mm -hmm. I I thought about that. I thought about changing my name. To what? Marcus. 
Common. I, I wanted a simple name. Common name. Because Linwood was always unique. But it was always it was difficult. I always had to say my name at least twice. Like you know, first. So day you of, had to grow into it. No, no. People had to grow into me. Oh, to I you. was comfortable with me. Okay. But this is what happened. I remember this in first grade. I'm going to tell you the story, and then I'm going to get back to yours. First grade, I, I can't make this up. My teacher, her name was, I'm not okay. going to say. Okay, please don't. But I've been holding the grudge with her my whole life. That's my not whole good life. for the soul. And if I run into her. What you going to do? Hit in the bo- head with the bottle. You, you don't ever oh. confess before the act. Oh, okay. But anyway, no. But I, I got your I, money. I remember this. So my first grade class, I remember... Getting sent home with a note. And this really is one of the very few things I remember because they're like, what, seven, six, seven? Okay. And um, the note from what I could gather from what my mom said was basically like I was unresponsive. Um, And it was because she was calling roll and she was asking for Linwood. But did she pronounce it as Linwood? She did, but I had never heard anybody refer to me as Linwood. What they call you? I was always called Junior because I'm named after my father. Oh, bless So his even, even like kindergarten and preschool, people called me Junior. So, like Linwood was like, <laughs> what is that? So you didn't what? know your name? Oh, you didn't know this. You have never heard this sound. I apologize. I, I digress. You need you need to apologize for that laugh, <laughs> that cackle. But it's one of those things where for me. <laughs> Okay, I wait. I wait. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, yes, you are. That is so cute. You are sorry. Oh, never that. Never that, baby. Whose story? Yours or mine? Okay, I apologize. Go ahead. You go ahead. You go. You go. You go. Rewind. So anyway, I remember, and I remember, like, I remember talks with my mom. I forget a lot of things. I don't forget talks with my mom. No, you don't. Because whenever she said something, it was very few things. Mama said. It's very few things. Mom had to tell me twice. Right again. And I remember this, and I was kind of like looking at her, like perturbed a little bit. Like I knew my father as Linwood. Oh. Not necessarily. I didn't call him Linwood. Oh, okay. I I, I would refer to him as Dad, mm-hmm. but I knew his name was Linwood. Okay. Excellent. But Junior. I never really assumed the responsibility of that name for me. Every cousin, every aunt, to this day, they still call me. Junior. Entire family. I have relatives right now that we can say, hey, if you can guess. His name and spell it correctly. You can win tonight's Powerball, and all of them gonna be going to work tomorrow. Because mm, they they didn't win. No, they're not gonna win. Okay. You know, so I I, I kind of get that piece of it, but like in terms of like what you were referring to previously with that young lady, like um, it's you know I think it's not just to me it's not just about bullying. It's about what are other parents doing that to either aid in this bullying mm. or, or to or to create barriers to it. Because this is one thing. You know your child. Right again. You might not know everybody else's child, right. but you know yours. Mm-hmm. So I know if Linward, a.k.a. Marcus, <laughs> <laughs> I know if he's got bullying tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know, now granted, now, now don't get me wrong, kids will act and behave differently when they're not with their parents. Exactly. You know, but at the same time, like it's it is it's it's difficult because you know you know, and I can only I can easily speak to our age group is things are a lot more superficial now. Yes, it is. So 
Like when we went to school, dress code hit me in sixth grade, and it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because there was no competition. The only thing that differentiated us was shoes. Shoes, exactly. You might have on different shoes. Mm-hmm. So it, it really, for me, like I'll be honest, like after tenth grade, I didn't buy any more school clothes because I was like, I got two more years. I wore these dickies. Until you seen them earn, they look like they were stonewashed. You hear me? <laughs> right again. That was, then, that was a style, too. This that was, was the style. good thing about Dickies. Not only did I wear them to school, I wore them to work after school. Yes. So I was like, okay, cool. I ain't got to buy work clothes. I don't have to buy school clothes. Right. But also, it kind of took down that perception that I remember. I don't know if you remember these. There were some shoes called Airwalks. Yes. I got a pair. They were patent leather. You know, little shiny plastic shoes. Yes. I liked them, though. They crackled. And I got them. Yeah, they, they made noise. And, and popped. And the kids talked about me oh. so bad. But so you liked bad. them. Yeah, like they, they were shiny. Shoes. So, you know, young, I was like 12, 13. They were shiny. I had never seen anybody in them. I was like, yeah, I'm getting these. Um, normally, I would have never got them because typically the only shoes I could get each year would be a pair of Sebagos. Hey. You ever jumped out the swings in some Sebagos? Your feet just. My feet hurt so bad. Yeah, all the way up to your ankles. I've been limping ever since. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I would get either either a pair of Reeboks or a pair of Felines. I don't think I got Nikes till I was like a teenager. Right. But I didn't really care. Like I was, I didn't start getting into like brands and things until I became an adult and could comfortably afford them. But my priorities was always shown. My mom always said it. She said this to me this day, um, and I said it to her the other day. I was coming home from work, and uh, she said, "What you gonna eat today?" And I said. I don't know. I got something in the house. She said, oh, don't be that cheap. You got some money. I said, yeah, I paid my bill. I said, so I got some lights and some heat. That's all I need to be happy. She said. <laughs> but you get it from Do what she said. What? That's right. Man, no, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, where, it's where we place. Because kids develop values, but they also develop them based on what we prioritize. Right again. So if you got a parent that's prioritizing... Hey, my baby hair need to be laid. Hey, my baby need to have on these clean shoes. Then that's what the kids are gonna prioritize as well. So you, what, what really happens is, is a lot of kids are reflections of the environments that they're growing up in. Right. So those kids that are bullying that young lady are probably in a household where they've seen bullying. Okay. And don't understand that there's boundaries to it because there's things that adults can take that kids can't necessarily perceive the same way. You and I can joke and go back and forth. Right again. And it's welcome banter. Look how I threw that word in there. You know, but as a child, at some point, like, especially in front of their friends, in front of people who, for whatever reason, you know, they... But are we having the polite conversations with our children? Are we having the strong conversations with our children? Because that video went viral so quickly to the point celebrities reached out to this young lady's mother and said, we want to pour into this young lady to say, hey, you are beautiful. But let's put it like this. Bullies raise bullies. Yes, they do. So it's not just that maybe the kids in this young lady's environment are the problem. Maybe it's the influences or lack thereof that's in these other kids' environments. I'm not saying these are children. They're impressionable. Right again. You know, so I think it's, to me, it's important for every parent to be accountable. So whether your child may be involved directly in this or not, it's important to make sure that we're having those conversations. We need to. You know, and I don't mean just about bullying. I just mean. Because black girls rock. Every girl rock. Yes. 
I just mean having those conversations to where you work to become comfortable with who, who you and are, what you are. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, and and that's good. Because I'll be honest, like it was. I'm gonna tell you what helped me get through. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be quiet. Really? Yeah. Moment of silence for Lil Wayne. L-B, That's long enough. So anyway, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what helped me was not only was I a, I was a, I'll say a decent student. I, I I could I could consistently be on honor roll, but I liked sports too. I loved basketball, and so it's difficult to tease someone that might beat you in gym class, and then this is what I say after I win twenty one. Hey, don't keep talking. Somebody got to help you with your homework. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So that was kind of like my angle that helped me, to be honest. Like, I didn't, at the time, I didn't know that it would kind of be leverage for me. But yeah. it really yeah. turned into that for me. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I haven't seen the video, uh, definitely. I, I'll be honest. I don't really know if I want to see it, uh, just to be honest. like I don't it took wanna, me to a place of anger. Yeah, I don't really want to, like. I re- took me to a place of protector. Yeah, as a mother, as yeah. a girl, as an adult. I'm yes, like, period. You know, so I get the world is cruel, but we need to make sure that we are embracing all hues and making sure that every young lady know that she is beautiful. I period. Agree. I agree. Well said. Now let me tell you the opposite of that. There's another kind of childhood bullying that's going on right now. What's going on right now? Oh, so I'm gonna tell you this what's going on right now, Lil. Listen here. What had happened was all I'm gonna give you is I'm gonna give you broad specifics. Okay. So this was, this was Sunday. You are. Oh. So this past Sunday, uh, me and my little family to be are at a local store. Uh, Purchasing ha- items that has the navy vest with the yellow emblem. But anyway, so we're there, right? Oh, okay. Uh, was it in the neighborhood or the outskirts? Because there's a difference. It was in the outskirts. So okay, the let's go to the outskirts. So okay, we go, down yonder. We go in this establishment. Um, who has the greatest, most random prices ever? Two thirty-four. I don't know where you get that number from. So anyway, <laughs> we go in this store. We pick up some items, and as we're coming out, this is what I hear: "Please buy our cookies." <laughs> so it's Girl Scouts. I was a Girl Scout. On my honor, I would try to. Okay, I'm sorry. You All really right. was. This is your. Yeah, I really was. I thought you were totally lying. No, you no. I, I, I was fingers. a brownie, and then I was a Girl Scout. Oh my God, yes. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, well, then story. this is directed at you. <laughs> <laughs> so we are coming out of this store. Okay. To our right is a table. Mm-hmm. Cool. And these young ladies, it's probably eh, 12 or 15 of them. And every. You know this establishment that I'm referring to. So you know the frequency with which uh, patrons enter and exit. Every single group of people that exit, they're saying this. Please buy our cookies. So I in hear unisons, it. In unison. In unison. I hear it. The chorus was singing. I hear it 45 feet before we get out the door. Please buy our cookies. Please buy our cookies. So, so it's I, embedded in your head. I'm pushing the shopping cart and I'm actually pushing it to the beat. Cookie. Oh, you Please got the beat. You got the beat. So we get outside. Um, and to I, the left, to the left. They were there. Okay, they were looking. Um, I didn't buy any cookies. What? 
blasphemy. I'm tired of being bullied. Oh, you felt you was being no, no, pressured. No. Not that I don't support any young lady. So have you bought any girl? cookies this year? Whose story is this? This is your story. I just need to know. I'm a, I was a okay. Girl Scout. Pause. I have. Okay, good. Okay. Play. Carry on. Play. Okay, carry Back on. Back to Sunday. So your story. I purchased cookies actually in advance, like prior before. to. Yeah. Okay. And what I did was, um, I actually sent the money to an individual of mine that's helping a friend of hers that has kids that sells cookies. So I said, hey, I'm gonna cash app you some money. I said, you can give the cookies away. You can keep them. I don't want them. I just want to support. You don't want to eat the cookies? No, like because this is eat the, thing. the cake out of me. Oh, okay, wrong, wrong. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I apologize. We was in a limo. So anyway, <laughs> so I don't have a problem supporting. However, for someone that doesn't have a child that's currently in Girl Scouts, they up to five dollars a box now. Yes, I can't buy a hundred boxes. They went from two dollars when I was a Girl Scout. Well, that was how many years ago? Oh, nah, I was, I was, so I was, let you you let the devil use your own Wednesday. That was a reference check. Let us pray on Bible study. Oh, okay, all right. Hold your head up. Oh, That's I a quick we prayer. Praying. I thought we was praying. Jesus wept. Moses slept. Peter crept. So Moses anyway, hush your mouth. So <laughs> I just I don't like the pressure of having to buy because even if we're coming out of that establishment and so you feel like they should not be patronizing outside of I an feel, actual. I'm okay with that, but I'm just not okay with taking advantage of those children to promote these to sales. To promote the sales. Because what I found out later was I had a coworker yes. that went to this exact same location. And, and she, she attempted said, to. She said, oh yeah, they were there, but she said, we went like seven in the morning. I said, well, when I was there, it was like quarter to three. So they had scheduled slots. Well, they've been out there all day. Like, what? If she got there at 7 a.m., and I had to get there to 3 p.m. That's, that's a, label. That's a whole eight-hour shift almost. Don't be specific on my And time they didn't get paid? Well, I mean, you know, everything you do doesn't have to have a monetary value. I'm no. just saying. At what there should point, be some compensation. But it, and I'm sure they're making a profit off these cookies. But at what point are you taking advantage of these young girls? Well, they got to get saying. their patches. Because, yes, you got to get their patches. But at the same time, you're using them as a way to pull on. Marketing. You, yeah, yes. You're you're using them because you're pulling on the heartstrings. You know how hard it is to say no to a child. Easy. Not necessarily like no, but easy maybe, for me. Maybe I just don't have it right now. I don't want it. Cause cause that store has some discount prices, and it's still stuff in there that I'd be like, mm, not today. Okay. So you I'm saying, yeah, I'm just saying, like, and and this is the thing is, is kids understand what no is, mm-hmm. but they don't understand. The why behind the no. Right again. So a no is a no. no I matter, see where you're going. No matter how you say it, I can say, okay. oh, I don't have any cash on me. I'm sorry. I don't care. They're still let down. Yes. You know, so I, So I, we're I, teaching them other things besides marketing. We're teaching them sales. We're also teaching them that, well, maybe we're not teaching them that the reason you get the no, yeah. because I only have this amount. To go and get this thing. Well, I think we we can't forget that even though children are young. And impressionable. The why is still always important. Because yes. even then when they make mistakes, it's important to find out the why. Sometimes right. it's that they haven't been informed. Sometimes it's uh, that 
maybe they just didn't use a high level of discretion because they're young. Uh, what we need, so, be, what we need to be teaching them about though is uh, child labor laws. So, <laughs> so you being a about to embark on fatherhood um, with a daughter. Yes, and my stepdaughter was with me. So, with that being said, would you not want her to be a brownie and a girl scout? I would, scout? but she looked back as we were walking out. And said what? And she said, I want some cookies. And I and said. And it, it pulled at your heartstring, did it? It you, did. You should have bought them. But, you know, what I did was, I what took you? that little string off my heart. And oh. this is what I said. I said, well, baby, we got some gummy bears and we about to go get sauce and chips. She said, yay, because I'm hungry. Touche. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been another episode of Culture Banner. Hosted by Linwood and Art. Have anything you want to say? Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Culture underscore banter, 